When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What up, Bucks fans? We are back. This is Real Bucks Talk. Michael Pless here, Mark Ramirez, as always. And Mark, it's another Monday, and it's another week as we get closer to uh, training camp. We get closer to the regular season. So a lot of things going down. Uh, the Buccaneers just r- wrapped up their uh, mini camp. Uh, so, yeah, let's uh, dive in. Um, you know, First of all, how, how are you doing, and how was your weekend? Ready for uh, another week? It was a, an uneventful weekend, I guess, but then again, it was very eventful. So I don't know if you know this yet. My brother and his wife had their baby today. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So literally she's been laboring since like Saturday. So good thing he's finally out. Uh, <laughs> but uh, another Ramirez to the clan, I guess. But uh, yeah, it's been a good day. Fun day. Busy, but it's time to talk to Buck for the football. Mm-hmm. It's always exciting and always guys love you guys in the chat. Bring some questions, ask us whatever you guys want to talk about. And Rob Dunlap said, happy flag day y'all. So there's always something going on, but uh, how was your Monday and what you ready to talk some football? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. Uh, it was a good weekend. Uh, and you know, now we're getting into pretty much the dog days of the off season. So yeah, we're going to try to be creative for you guys. Uh, try to, you know, bring some you know new and different content obviously we put out some videos over the weekend we got jpp out there we got scotty miller so be sure to check those out mike evans levante david and it looks like we're gonna have indomitian sue hint hint as our next one so um (laughs) but yeah it's uh, a lot of good things and and yeah congrats to your brother and, and jackie uh that's awesome so always great to have more family members uh so yeah really good stuff family's growing yeah so let's look, let's talk about what we just put out recently. So Scotty Miller, before we talk about this mini camp really quick. So if you guys have your opinion on Scotty Miller, how is the season to you? Where do you see him fitting in considering they brought back everyone? So he's pretty much slotted number four receiver. I mean, he's going to be buying Evans, Chris Godwin, and Antonio Brown. So do you still think he's going to get the numbers? We showed it in the clip. He went from 200 yards to 500 yards. Do you think he can take another step forward considering – that 17th game. Uh, do you think he's going to be even bigger in this offense considering this is his what third year in the mm-hmm. offense? Well, so I mean, he only has room to grow. And I think if, if healthy, that deep ball is still always going to be there, but uh, let me hear your opinion first and then I'll shut up and listen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Scotty's going to be the playmaker. Um, that's, that's what he does. He, he goes downfield, makes big plays, gets, you know, those deep shots. Uh, so he's going to get plenty of opportunities, um, you know, because he's going to be involved as far as finding those mismatches, getting, um, you know, there's certain opportunities during the the right time of the game. Like when we want to take a deep shot, it's there, you know, Scotty's going to be that dude. So, yeah, I don't think, um, I'm not sure if he's going to get more production, like as far as more catches or numbers. Uh, I think it's just going to be, dictated on how the, you know, the game is going, uh, but he's definitely still going to be a big part of the offense. Yeah, I mean, this is, he's pushing the, the field, right? He's opening up everything underneath. Those tight ends are going to eat. The running backs are going to have free reign. If Scotty's just doing his thing over the top, he can't cover everything. 
And you'd rather give up a five to 10 yard dump to a running back or a tight end than a 60 yard bomb like Brady and, and Scotty Miller have been connecting on like frequently. So, and you kind of saw in that clip, every almost every damn play was a deep ball. Again, that's what he does best. Uh, so, there's actually a good question here. Uh, Rich0665 said, and that's nice seeing you in the chat too. I haven't seen that face or name in here. Does Darden being out hurt his chances of making the team? That's kind of talking about with Scooter. So, yeah, like Scotty Edwards or Scotty, <laughs> Scotty Miller. Oh. And the same thing Rob Demlet. Does Darden cut into Miller's playing time? So that's kind of plays into both. What do you think with those two questions? Uh, yeah, those are those are good questions. I don't think Darden, you know, Darden missed some time during the uh, the mini camp because uh, I, I think some type of injury. But yeah, he's I don't think that, like a small hammy, he said. Yeah, it wasn't a, a major injury. So. Yeah, I don't think it affects his chances. Uh, I think he's got a really good chance of making the team. So, but as far as playing into Scotty Miller's role or cutting into that, I, I don't see that right now. Um, you know, Darden's going to get on the field somehow. I think he'll be involved with the offense in some type of capacity, uh, but it's going to be different. You know, it's he's going to be used more to get, you know, five to seven yards quickly. I think that's the kind of, you know, play he's going to be especially on like third down, like if you need something, you know, third and short, he's a guy that you can throw the ball to. He can get you those yards. And so this is something I kind of want to mention on here yeah, because Bud Campbell said the same thing. I don't think we'll see him much, darting much at wide receiver and lineup. So this is my thing. So Scotty Miller for the longest time, just because of his stature, uh, his speed and space, people think he is a clone of Wes Welker or that type of dude for Tom Brady. And, Time after time, B.A. is always saying, no, he's an outside receiver. He's a guy that's going to push the ball, and that's what he's been every time. Like all these big, deep passes were outside. <laughs> so I think that's where Miller's at. I think Darden is a beast in the inside. He is your prototypical slot. He's that, that guy that can run those little whip routes, those quick twitch routes you need to run. He's more that. Scotty Miller, straight line, you ain't going to catch with him. You're not going to run with him. So they, they both have their – the areas where they succeed in, I think Darden, yeah, like you just mentioned, a third and three, third and five, where you need it and you're like putting him on a, a linebacker or a safety. Good God, yeah, throw it to him. Get him in space and let's see what happens. Have everyone else run deep. Darden one-on-one with, with a mismatch? Yeah, I'll take that and it'll be situational. He's mm-hmm. not going to be out there considering the first four have all proven it left and right. I think Darden's more of a situational type of guy and he's going to have to earn that playing time. And does that little hamstring hurt him? Not necessarily. I mean, even B.A. said it was just precautionary. He'd, he'd rather have him there for training camp. But I think, you know, like you just said, sparingly he'll be there. He's not going to be counted on, let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's keep going. Let's, oh, how similar is Darden to Tyler Lockett? Uh, that's a good question. I, I, I'm not sure if they're, I mean, different in stature, but I mean. They, that you know, Lockett, I think, can do it, it remains to be seen. I think that's too too much uh, to put on Darter right now. We'll have to wait and see what he can do again. Uh, Darter's a, a fourth round pick, uh, so there's you know, there's a lot of ex, there's expectations for him, you know, to obviously make the team and then you know, obviously be that return guy, that return specialist. I think that's what we want to see first. Like, can he be the special teams ace that, that we need, um, as, as far as returner? You know, the offensive part, I think, will come within due time. Um, and, and obviously Darden's already showing that he is a good receiver. Uh, he showed it in the, uh, the rookie camps, mini camps, you know, obviously building that connection with Kyle Trask, I think is important. So yeah, I think just got to wait and see. I'll say this about that comparison. That's a tough comparison. I mean, Lockett has some pure deep speed, like electric deep speed. I don't know if Darden has that at third gear, so to speak, but I mean, his short area quickness is elite. I, I I would more because then then people say the same thing with Deshaun Jackson. I mean they're just smaller, skinnier looking guys. But Darden actually he's not that skinny. He's a little he's got some muscle to his frame. But that is a tough comparison. Like everyone's gonna see body type and think the same. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'm hoping a better version of what um what was his name Austin from the Rams way back when he should have yeah. been from West Virginia. Tavon Austin. Tavon yeah. Austin. I'm hoping something like that. Something that he should have been something situational, but he just never became something. 
hoping Darden stays healthy and becomes that in the NFL because he, he could be something like yeah. that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, I again, I haven't watched a lot of Tyler Lockett. I'm not sure if he has the shake and bake that that Darden has. I mean, Darden's got that just special ability to make that first person miss. Um, so, I mean, again, that's a good question, though. Yeah, very good. Oh, here we go, Danny Danilo. Hey, boys, Darden is a slot receiver, and with Godwin and Evans always missing games, we'll definitely see the field. <laughs> Hey, Godwin and Evans always missing. Evans doesn't always miss games. He's usually always out there. Yeah, these guys are usually playing every game. I don't think, I mean, Godwin only missed. Godwin does. Godwin had a tough year last year, but before that, I mean, he was on the field every every game. So I'll say, here's another good point. He mentioned with he's a slot receiver. Then everyone, again, they prototype, oh, but Godwin's a slot. He's Larry Fitzgerald. He's the, the, the that type of slot in our offense. It doesn't pigeonhole. That's the only way a slot can be used. Right. Like, I mean, we've put Cameron Brait in the slot before. Mm-hmm. Look like a like a Larry Fitzgerald. Hell no. So it's finding ways to use your guys. That's another thing during the, the draft when we took them. So many little sports outlets were like, "Oh, how does he fit? This is a stupid pick. Why would they even trade up?" That's another thing. They traded up for this dude. So yes, he is making the the team, no doubt. I mean, someone asked earlier. He's going to have to truly be a moron if he doesn't make a team. But literally, this dude's dedicated. Like, he's literally right next to Brady at all times. Like, he calling him, asking, figuring out how to make things better just for the team ball. This guy's he's going to be a good one, I think. I mean, not I'm not saying he's going to be like Tyler Lockett. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking team ball, he's going to be what you want and what Brady will want to throw the ball to. Uh, let's go down the line. Or any take on that? No, I mean, again, it's just wait and see with Darden. Um, you know, I, I think he's got a bunch of talent. Like I said, he's got that ability to make you miss. That's something the Bucks haven't had. So I'm just excited to see what it comes out to out to be. Uh, again, first things first to special teams. That's his golden ticket right now. He's got to excel there. If he doesn't, then it's going to be very hard for the Bucks to keep him on the roster. He's staying. <laughs> well, I know. I know he's staying. He's staying. But, uh, yeah. Let's keep going. So I just get a couple more questions and we'll get to some of the other topics we have up, up hand. Uh, Rob said, anybody catch those trash deep balls in minicamp? I'm hoping he's trash looking good, right? Yeah, Trask I think is fine. Again, he's learning. Uh, he had ups and downs, and that's going to be expected. So it, it it's just going to be a process. But, yeah, the guy can throw the ball downfield. Imagine that. <laughs> oh, it's not just a, a dead duck in the air, just dropping. Yeah. Uh, and guys, go check out our Kyle Trask uh, film study if you guys want to check out a little bit more on him. Was he worth that second round pick? Some people think he wasn't. It was a waste. And oops, we should have been thing for the, the win now. Mm-hmm. We brought, brought back every damn player possible that won Super Bowl. Let's see. Besides Ryan Smith, sorry. <laughs> uh, let's keep going. So this is a good question. Covina man said, which draft picks will not make that 53 man roster? Uh, I mean, obviously you look at, you know, the later draft picks, you know, your, your seventh round picks, uh, Chris Wilcox is probably no guarantee. Uh, I love Grant Stewart, man. That, that interview he had with, uh, Mr. Bucks nation was incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely go check that out. So I'm a fan of him already just because of his story. So I, I hope he makes it. But, you know, obviously those two are definitely on the bubble. You look at, um, you know, and KJ Britt too. It's no lock. You know, KJ makes the team either. So I would say those later picks definitely are are in trouble. Or yeah. not in trouble, but just on the bubble, I would say. Yeah, some Bud Campbell said that same thing. I don't think Britt makes the roster. I think he makes it just based off of being a cerebral player. I mean, mm-hmm. we saw it on tape, and he's already being heralded as that by coaches. So I think he's going to make it based off of that. Right. Again, it's special not- teams. It, it comes down to special teams. Like, whoever's the best there, that's that's who's going to make it. No, I didn't see this. Rich said, did you see Chris Godwin's write-up on Peter King's page? Didn't, but I'll check that out. Uh, did you? I, I didn't read it. I just I heard about it. Um, so... Apparently he was just talking about last year and how it was tough. You know, he was injured pretty much the the whole season. He was playing with eight fingers. He was talking about and you know then he went into the uh, you know the playoff game and had like four drops. So 
yeah it, it was uh i heard it was a good article i'll definitely have to read it um definitely mm-hmm. later yeah I'm, I'm making a note of that uh thank you for that though actually so uh, charles scott will the bucks set a season record for points this year oh uh, they probably will yeah I, I think they uh i think they set a record last year if i'm not mistaken so i'm sure they'll beat it this year with more you know chemistry hopefully everyone stays healthy they should be able to put up a lot of points I think just based on the seventeen game schedule, they're they're going to. I mean, right. Yeah. A lot of records are going to be broken. Yeah. We're, we're likely going to score that thirty, maybe thirty-four points a game. I think if we score thirty in the playoffs, when pe- teams are scheming against us, knowing okay, we got to stop this, this, and this, it, they're reading every little thing. Mm-hmm. Score thirty against that. I think there's going to be a lot of points during the regular season where you can't really scheme fully. Yeah. Good luck. That's all I'm gonna yeah. say. I, I'd be surprised, yeah, if we don't average 30 points a game, at least at the at the bare minimum. I think it's it's gotta be that number. I think so too. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Oh, another little because I'm I looked up Chris Godwin. Another one who came up in here is Brashad Perryman. I mean, that's another guy that played kind of he kind of played outside for us. He didn't really play in the slot, but if anyone kind of fits in that little position for BA, they they succeed. Mm-hmm. Maybe because Chris Godwin and Mike Evans are on the field too, just to be honest. But that's another reason he got a big season because Chris Godwin went down. So <laughs> a lot of, a lot of times they go down, yeah. but let's go on to our, our sponsor actually. So you guys have heard of them symbol, the stock market for sports guys, check it out. I know I have some, some Buccaneer socks plus has some it's just fun. It's cool. It's another way to get involved with your team kind of, especially when the season starts and why is that? Because, they do win payouts. If your team wins, you get 50 cents a share or per share that you have. That's kind of cool. It just gets you more, come on, team, win kind of motto. So how does this little work? It works. Step one, find your favorite team. Like I just said, the Bucks. Or if you're basketball, hockey, they have all that too. Check them out. Like I just said, if you win, you get some shares per, some win outs per share. So it's almost like a dividend. And then you trade teams like stocks. Heck, buy low, sell high, sell overrated teams, all that fun stuff. They're traded 24-7-365. Fun, really fun, cool concept. Symbol. If you want to learn more, just hit that play button. Let us know what you think, too. I mean, and we have our our link down below if you want to sign up under us. Helps the channel out, helps support us. Other than that, let's keep talking some Buccaneer football. Uh, so let's look around. So this is another funny kind of cool thing that I, I don't know how I feel. I know how I feel about it. I want to know how everyone else feels about it. Let's go over here. Madden NFL 22 teases cover athletes with goats. <laughs> what do you think goats mean? So actually, let's let's take a peek at this and see what it says here. I'll admit it. It was kind of creative that they did that. But what do you think about this? What do y'all think about it? I mean, two goats. I'm assuming one's bigger, one's smaller. What, what do y'all think about that? What do you I think? I mean, I mean, most likely, I, I'm assuming Tom Brady's going to be some part of it, you know, on the cover. Uh, if if they're keeping it current players, again, they could go non-current players right now. Uh, but I would assume it would be Tom Brady, maybe Patrick Mahomes on the cover. But uh yeah, I mean, I, I could care less. Uh, EA Sports, unfortunately, just has not been very good. I, I hope they they find a way to improve, but probably not likely. Yeah, I haven't. Well, then again, I don't have time for video games, kids. And I haven't played a video game in years. It's all. It's everyone always gets hyped over the Madden cover. I think they get more hyped over that than the actual game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. That's what? for sure. I mean, I, I, I okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I, I still play a little bit. I just I just um I got a PS4, I, I traded in uh my Xbox, so I went back to PlayStation, but mainly just playing older games. I, I don't the the newer games these days, I just they're not as good as they used to be, unfortunately. So but this is yeah. How old I am. Super Smash <laughs> Brothers. There's my game. That and was that, the game. Nintendo 64, that's way back. We used to play that all the time. Um, Obsessed, that, yeah. That and we used to play Madden, uh, but that's when it was better. It was it was better back then on the older count, older consoles. 
franchise, franchise mode for like 25 <laughs> years deep. Franchise <laughs> mode, yep, yep. So that was a lot of fun. You wonder why we're so obsessed with the Bucks. This is why we, we'd literally make them elite oh, yeah. every year, every year, and somehow trade for the first pick. Every year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, fun so time. This is the reason why I'm kind of I don't like this. Rob said the Madden curse. I mean, it almost happened all the damn time. That person who was on there either got hurt or just had a bad year. Mm. But then again, it is Brady. Brady does yeah. things you don't really think of. Oh, that's actually a good point. Brady Montana. Yeah, could be. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you think of Madden Curse? I mean, Brady Montana. What do you think? Who? who uh, Lamar Jackson was on it last year. So, yeah. I mean, they made the playoffs, but yeah. I mean, not a great, not a super great year, but. Um, and then the year before that, I think it was Patrick Mahomes and I think they ended up, yeah, they ended up winning the Super Bowl. So Did I mean, he? I, yeah, yeah. He was on the cover of, uh, the 20 and they won it that year. So, hmm. so yeah, I mean, I don't know. And then I guess the year before that was, uh, Antonio Brown. So he had a bad year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I, I guess it's still alive. Um, but I don't think Brady, I don't think Brady gets affected by curses. I mean, he was on. I think he was on the cover on eighteen, and they ended up winning the Super Bowl. So, or right. maybe I don't know. I, I forget. Maybe they lost that year to the Eagles. But you know, it's it's Tom Brady. It, I don't know, and we don't even know if it's going to be him. We don't even know if it's going to be Tom Brady. So, if you put a goat out there as advertisement, and you don't Most, put Tom Brady, yeah, that's. That will be the worst selling Madden ever. <laughs> they just made a grave bad decision. Let's put it that way. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they probably won't put like Barry Sanders on there. They already had him on on the cover. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just trying to think of people who they could put on there that they haven't had. So, most likely it's going to be Tom. And uh, I would say probably Patrick Mahomes, but we'll see. Yeah, and Rob said Peyton Hillis was in that trailer. Yeah, he was below. I don't, I don't know why he was even in it. I, mean, I don't know if that's a clue, but well, Peyton Hillis was the Madden twelve. I want to say cover athlete. So yeah, that's what I mean. He had a hell of a year the year before. So and then he was a Buccaneer for a year, and then yeah. just, just evaporated from the face of the earth. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah, Peyton Hillis. I think was uh, when he was here. Shiano was here. I think right. Yeah, pretty sure. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to side with you, plus. That's what I'll say. <laughs> uh, I like this talk. Edward Fernandez breaking. Brady is breaking Manning's 55 touchdown record. Very possible. Um, yeah, I would say it's a good chance. I mean, he had 40 touchdowns last year, and that was with bad chemistry. Now he's got good chemistry. So, yeah, sky's the limit. He knows his weapons. He's probably going to get all of them back. Plus O.J. Howard. I mean, my God, stay healthy, please. <laughs> Could you just imagine <laughs> that three tight end set? Oh, man. We talk about it so often. Now they know it works and OJ is healthy. Yeah. They, could, they, yeah. they could just run out of that all game pretty much. Like, could you imagine just games where they just do that? Like, you know what? Mike, you had a 200-yard game last week. Sit <laughs> the bench. We need yeah. you for later in the, in the playoffs. Let's just run this 13 personnel all game. Let's let Lenny and Rojo run the ball. And then play action this. Oh, break, you're open. Oh, Gronk, 40-yard throw. Okay. OJ, come across. So many dangerous things they can do. And like, it's just the fact they're so deep on offense. Crazy. Yeah. This year could literally be, like you just said, record-breaking, not just yards, touchdowns, points, like everything. Like yeah. I think Brady, yeah. that's why he's so hungry to just like totally dominate every statistical category. And I think that's what makes – you know, Scotty Miller, Tyler Johnson, so much fun because they're going to have one-on-ones every time. Like no one's going to double team them. Uh, and, you know, the same thing goes for, you know, Antonio Brown. Like you can't double Antonio Brown because if he do, then, you know, Mike and, and Chris are just going to get everything. So there's going to be a lot of options. It's going to be a lot of fun. And you, and, and having I mean, talked about Gio Bernard, uh, I know Edward yeah. Fernandez put that in the chat. So it's like, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, a lot of a lot of good stuff. I mean, like you just mentioned with Antonio Brown not being able to, to be doubled. That dude, before he went crazy, 
was possibly the top three wide receiver in the NFL, no doubt. No one would question you. Oh, yeah. And now he has a year to, again, get it acclimated. He already knows Bruce Arians' offense. Mm-hmm. Now he's acclimated with the team. And look at what he did in eight games. It's <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Just yeah. How, how quickly and, he snapped back into it. And that was probably like at 80%. So he's probably going to be even better this year because he'll be in better shape. And he'll just be ready to go. So, yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty scary for other teams. I, I wish them the best, but it's going to be you know super hard uh, to to stop this. I mean, defense coordinators going up against the Bucks are probably like, man, what do we have to do? We have to just send out all out blitzes, hope for the best. You know, it's pretty much it. Because you you just can't, you couldn't cover them last year. Now the timing's going to be even better. You know, you can cover them. You can try and cover them, but the timings aren't going to be so perfect. They're going to be right there on the, ah, it's, I, that's why like, I kind of said it early in the off season, like this, the last year was not supposed to be the championship, Mm -hmm. but we did it this year. Imagine just, yeah, the offense should be carrying the defense, which is scary to think about. And our defense is not a slouch. Right. And really the only team that really covered us well was, was the saints. And, and I think, you know, obviously teams are going to try to copy what they do, but it's, it's very hard. Um, so it'll, it'll be interesting. And, and I think obviously the bucks and Tom Brady, I think will figure it out, you know, how to beat that, that saints coverage. So that will be a, a true test, especially when we get to that first game, I think on Halloween. And it was funny that the, the saints Twitter account tweeted about that. I don't know if you saw that, but they, they tweeted out that it was like so many days or something until that game. So I guess obviously they're they're on they're marking that on the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> I've got laugh. I'm sorry. Like yeah. So everyone last year, the way to beat the Buccaneers was to just blitz quickly, get to Brady, get him off his spot. Now Brady can literally read it quicker and be like, okay, if this is what they're gonna do, fine. I'm just gonna throw it out to Godwin quick. Mm-hmm. Throw it out to Antonio Brown on the other side really quick. Hell, Darden, come back in here. Let's throw it to you really quick. OJ, let's throw you in a, a tight end screen. The amount of things they can do is insane. And it's just, it's not going to be fair at some points. Like if we face a team that's not up to snuff, it, it's going to be, it's going to be scary. It's going to be like the Lions game, like mm. over at halftime. Yep. Get to see Kyle Trask early. <laughs> yeah. It's some reps, buddy. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the realization of it. But, mm. Let's keep going on. Danny, I don't know if you guys bet on the Bucks games, Morgan Plus. If you do, take the Bucks. <laughs> the bookies couldn't make the lines big enough. The Pats were just killing teams. That's hey. honestly what it could honestly be. I'm going to Vegas after the Bucks home opener, so I'll probably put a bet on something for the Buccaneers, I'm sure. I don't know if it's going to – the spread's probably going to be so small, though. You're not gonna- <laughs> I know. I know it yeah. might not be a big enough impact. I might have to put a bet on the, like the Browns making the Super Bowl or something. Mm. I don't know. Not a bad idea. Well, they're probably pretty high chances too. Yeah. All right. True. Charles Scott. This is funny. Jameis Winston is going to struggle in New Orleans. No accuracy, accuracy, which is what the offense is predicated on. What do you think? Well, I mean, the, the Saints fans are already loving them. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm just, I, I try to, Tell him, you know, proceed with caution. Again, it's, um, you know, he's he's not our quarterback. So, I, you know, I wish him the best, but he's a division rival. So, I, I just tell him, hey, you know, just be prepared for that roller coaster because that's what he is. Uh, you know, it's it's up and down. You know, one week he'll, he'll throw five touchdowns and be like, man, this guy looks great. And then the next week it's like, doesn't know how to read a defense. So, it's, uh, it's just tossy turn, you know. Toss and churn. Yeah, but that's the thing. So it was so up and down, so inconsistent. And that roller coaster, you need consistency. Mm-hmm. Brady shows it above all. Like if you're just, if everyone knows what you're going to bring every game, yeah. they can back behind that. Oh, he's going to stay, he's going to keep us in this game. We don't have to worry. We're going to be in this game. Jameis Winston could throw five touchdowns one game, next game throw five interceptions. You just yeah. didn't know. And it, that you can't have that. It just mm. every week you're like, oh, he's he, he he made it. He got over that hurdle. This is it. We're gonna go on a five game streak, baby. Yeah. And then <laughs> shit, it's the fan again, and here he comes. 
that roller coaster coming right back down. And we just got fed up with it. I mean, we've mm-hmm. talked our faces off over the years. We're on a podcast. Thank, thankfully, we're, <laughs> we don't have to talk about that on a live stream. But you've yeah. seen like years. But uh, yeah, New Orleans, good luck. Get ready. Yeah, I, mean, I will say, I mean, if, if he's going to get right, I mean, he's in a good situation with the Saints. You know, obviously, Sean Payton knows how to scheme against opponents, and he'll help Jameis. You know, try to avoid those those uh, you know hero like type of situations where he tries to play that hero ball, and you know maybe he he can play within the structure of the Saints' offense. But yeah, it, it does take accuracy, it does take timing. Those are things that he struggled with. He struggles to get from his first read to you know second, third, fourth read. Uh, so it, it'll be interesting to see how he how he uh, progresses. Uh, you know, this year, and I hope he. He can do well. Obviously, I don't want him to do well against the Bucks, but you know, just have to wait and see. Yeah, we we pulled for this dude for mm-hmm. four 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 and a half years. <laughs> yeah. So hey, you you won't risk wish uh, wish bad on anyone. So it's it's just knowing what he is and what he isn't. It's kind of like what we came to a conclusion of. Right. Oh, but Edward Fernandez, thank you, everybody. Hit that like button. Help support the channel. If you like the content, let us know, especially in the chat, hitting that like button, do all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. What to do? Let's keep talking. Yeah. Also, big shout out to you guys. Uh, you know, obviously hit the like button, like Mark said, but just want to thank you guys because we we did get over 3,000 subscribers, which is awesome. So, uh, big shout out to all the supporters, all the people in the chat that are always here week in, week out. Uh, they give, you know, you guys do great in the comments on our videos. So, much appreciated. Um, you know, we try to, uh, we try to answer or, or comment back with all your, you know, your questions or comments on, on our videos. So just, uh, just want to say thank you very much. Appreciated. Absolutely guys. Yeah. Like we have fun with this. Like you guys are always here. I love joking around and guys, like I'm hoping now that we can go to games, we're going to be going to games. We're season ticket holders now. Yep. You guys are there. Let us know. I mean, hopefully we can meet up at some of these tailgates and stuff. See what we are in person. Yeah, I'm a damn fool. I know that, but Mark is a Mark is a fool. But it, it's a lot of fun. Uh, if you have your phone, please, you know, have it out. Take a video because Mark is fun on video. So <laughs> just continue to do that. <laughs> I don't think about it. I just do it. Yeah, he does. Yep. All right, let's keep going. But yeah, thank you for that. Smash the button, like button, help us out. Uh, where's this question? And I'm usually fun if I have a drink or two, but usually it takes you know. One or two to get me going. Then I get riled up. I'm, t- <laughs> I'm the one telling them to, to take a drink or two. It's easy. Yeah. Uh, but here we go. Good question. Bud Campbell says, talking OJ, no matter what kind of season he has, do we keep him because he's injury prone? What do you think about that? It's a tough decision. I know they picked up his options, so I think they have him for, I want to, yeah, it's just this year. Yeah, so they yeah. just have him for this year. Obviously, you know, free agent next year. And I don't know if you guys, you know, saw his interview with Pat McAfee, really good interview. Uh, so he talked about how important this year is. He knows he has to do good things and he, he, he wants to stay healthy and he's motivated because he wants to play in that Super Bowl. He missed it. So he wants to get back there, get a, get a championship. And uh, I, I think if he shows what he started to show last year, you know, the maturity, the blocking ability, you know, really everything was coming together. If that continues and he can do it for hopefully 16 games and more, then yeah, I think we sign him back. And I think it's a no brainer. I think on this contract year, usually guys blow up on a contract year. Yeah. He just had a baby as well. Right. He has more motivation to even do well for, for her. I mean, I think he's mature. He's, he knows what to do in this offense. There's no, better player to break out right now than OJ Howard, who he's always had the, the talent, the ability. It's just yeah, staying on the field. He's almost, he's another guy injured every year. Do we sign him back? Again, it always depends on what that dollar number is. Would they want him back? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Would a team be willing to throw money at him left and right, even though he has an injured injury uh, riddled past? They probably would be based on the potential of what he can do, especially if this year he blows it up. Hmm. If he blows it up, then we can't afford him, let's be honest. And I know we kind of said, oh, it's the, 
the cap is fake, kind of like how much money printing's going on, but sometimes the cap kind of hits the cap and you can't really sign everyone back, but we'll see. I, I would personally want them, but let's see if we even mm. can get them back. Right. Another good question. Why isn't everyone hitting the like button? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a great question. <laughs> that is a great question. But... <laughs> oh, gosh. Let's, yes. Yeah, much love. Hell yeah. Thank you, guys. 3K. I'm behind. Sorry, guys. Edward. Guys, rock. Thanks for the great content. Yeah. Yes. Thanks, Edward. Yeah, and Edward, you know, just speaks down below about, you know, OJ and Gronk, um, you know, Brady using him like Hernandez and Gronk. I, I think that's obviously the plan. They want to use that, you know, we talked about three tight end set, two tight end set, you know, obviously the base personnel of this offense is 12 personnel. So you have two tight ends, one running back and, and two wide receivers. You know, that's what we play out of. So it, it'll be... uh I think they definitely want to utilize that more. They utilize it in the second half of the season a lot more. We saw that where, you know, Cam Brate really became a factor, Gronk, you know, et cetera, you know, especially in the second half of the season. They use more motion, play action. So that's definitely going to be uh, a part. I mean, and we kind of hit on a lot of those things early on. It's mm. there's this team is so deep and talented all over the field. It's kind of hard for them not to succeed somewhere on offense. But this is actually a good kind of point by Dan. Danny mentioned it last week, too. They have the talent. They are motivated on both sides of the ball. It really hinges on the scheme, play calling, offensive and defense, from the coaches, and keeping teams off balance. Don't be predictive. Mm-hmm. Holy hell, how I agree with that. 100% agree. Because that's early on in the season last year. We You could literally call it. Oh, mm-hmm. first down, here comes the run. Here we go, especially in the first half. Here comes the run. And then everyone's like, oh, no, look at the numbers. It's They don't run on first down. First half, they always ran first down. Mm-hmm. They were so far, they were either down or had to throw to come back into games. That, that's why it got skewed later in the season. But right. then they actually doing, started uh, running the plays correctly, and then no one could stop us. It, it became incredible. So I think that's a huge thing. Play calling on both sides of the ball. I think what Todd Bowles is going to be able to do on defense is going to be disgusting. I mean, with all these young guys learning. And- oh, there's our guy, Fukuwab. Oh, where you go? Hey, what's up, gangy? What's up, man? Welcome. Fukuwab. Thank you, my dude. Always, always right there. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're just, we're talking some, yeah, we're talking some uh, offensive, defensive philosophy, scheme, all that, play calling. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be definitely improved. I, you know, I think... um you know what they figured out last year, and 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 I think Chris Godwin talked about this in his article that he wrote about. Is like they were just they're running on the go, like every game, like it was a uh, just learning on the fly, uh, especially Tom Brady. And uh, you know, once they got in rhythm, especially in the second half, I think you saw the play calling show that, and it, it opened up a lot more. And maybe that's why they're being so conservative in the first half of the season because Tom just didn't have it yet. He didn't he didn't know what he was doing out there yet so you know i think with an off season now you know full workload you know everyone's back you got most of the team you know vaccinated and just ready to work i think it'll be good it's gonna be awesome I think. yeah i love this in the chat everyone's bringing up the old uh yankee sign over here i love it <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what Brew club you, you show up and look what happens yeah start the trend, man. everyone buddy I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I love this team. So hopefully we really can become this elite thing we think we all could be. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they got to do the work. They got to back it up. I, I, I think, and you mentioned it, I think the defense, I think that's what I'm most excited about. I, I think the defense has the potential to really just be special because uh, you have Devin White and you got Levante and, you know, obviously your guys in the middle. And hopefully a full season of Vita Vea. You know, there's a lot of good things there. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to see what Todd Bowles can do. And it looks like they they turned it on another level in the playoffs. You know, when they got in the playoffs, they, I mean, the secondary, I think, figured it out. Obviously, Sean Murphy Bunting, he figured it out. So there's a, there's a lot of good things uh, to come from that. I like that spread the Aloha spirit. There oh, yeah. 
there's a lot of aloha when you're when you're winning too. <laughs> what's what's yeah, the ti- what's the time in Hawaii right now? It's got to be what? Right? I know it's it's earlier. Earlier, think, right? Yeah, probably right? like what four yeah. or five. He's good right now. Okay. But uh, so let's touch on the defense. Yeah, we've been talking the offense up so much. Mm-hmm. We'll get to the the depth chart later, but I mean the defense. Another thing I always keep saying, my breakout player for this year is going to be Antoine Winfield. Why? He got a year under his belt. Yeah, he said 3.40 p.m. Um, but so Antoine Winfield, why? Because the guys in front of him can dominate. That front seven is disgusting. If Antoine Winfield can read and react, just knowing, okay, I can run first read and go, disgusting. Like he can get probably five or plus five or more interceptions and just the way he plays, like, knows for the football. I can see him getting fumble recoveries, maybe even touchdowns this year. He had that one that was, what, ruled down that he ran back mm. in the Falcons game. Yeah. I just think he can do so much considering how well-rounded this defense is. And then you can rest JPP with uh, Joe Tryon. And mm. just the guys maturing little by little. You don't really have to rely on one, two guys. The rotation of Sue, Vita Vea. Uh, Nacho, goals, it's just so well-rounded, again, on defense, that the secondary won't have to make that big of reads. It wouldn't have to be five, six-second drops. Right. It's four seconds. That ball better be out or you're on the ground. Vita Vea pancakes you. I I love the way this this defense is built. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's fast. It's athletic. You you just got a lot of great athletes on every level. you know, even our big guys are super athletic. They can run, you know, east and west. And then your linebackers are just insane. Um, and then you add more athleticism with Joe Tryon, who, you know, is young and doesn't know anything right now. So he's just going to continue, yeah. you know, get better. And, you know, so, yeah, there's a, just a lot of a lot of good things to be excited about. And now you have the secondary that's been very young, but now they're maturing. They're getting older. You got Carlton Davis going into, you know, his what third year or fourth year. And then yeah. Final year in his contract. Yeah. So yeah, fourth. I mean, it's crazy. These guys are, you know, they're becoming veterans and becoming better players. And then Sean Murphy Bunting and, you know, Jamel Dean, Mike Edwards, all these guys growing. Uh there there's just a lot of good things to look forward to. And I think the biggest thing. The most guy, the guy I'm excited most about is Devin White. I, I just feel like he's going to continue what he did in the playoffs last year, which was insane. I mean, it's, it's crazy, <laughs> crazy how good he's going to be. Uh, I just feel, you know, he'll be really good. Dunlap, Rob, I mean, John Franklin, that's your dude, man. Right? I mean, where's he going to see the field? what what position is he playing like i know he switched around i know he was corner which one yeah cornerback receiver quarterback (laughs) so quarterback (laughs) he was sean watson at one point right yeah oh but i mean but campbell's kind of solidified your thing get live 45 it's just the way he's using this defense he's he can be used all over and that if he keeps showing what he did in the playoffs being able to drop back, read coverage, or read read the field, jump on balls. I mean, it's the sky's the limit for him. Mm. Again, another guy, talent is not an issue. He's got it all. It was, can he see what's going on? Devontae David teaching him. We got like a heady guy in every level of the, of the field, which is insane. Mm. Yeah. And that was, that was pretty much our only hole on defense was really Devin White's liability and coverage. That was where, you know, teams went after us. So if that's fixed... Got a hell of a unit right now. Well, that and then just like the outside linebackers getting that outside little underneath. Like mm-hmm. Jack Garrett and JPP getting those small little dump routes. Yeah. Just kept up picking up first down to first down. That's what the Saints do all day. Mm-hmm. The Bears they, did the game we lost too. But they figured it out too. Yeah. And, and that's when everything started clicking. That's the thing. So if you if we take away that, okay, that two-yard dump that goes for 10, that two-yard dump's on two yards – where the hell do you go if you have if you're forced to hold the ball and look deep or look middle of the field and Devin White's sitting there, mm-hmm. hell or Devin White fakes it and then blitz? Ouch! So <laughs> many ways like it's yeah crazy crazy. Really looking forward to Winfield's second year. 
it's, I mean, besides Winfield and Devin White, I mean, I think Winfield's just going to blow up either way. Mm-hmm. Who's another kind of hidden gem, you think, on defense? Yeah, I mean, you you talked about, you know, obviously Antoine Winfield. I, I think Jordan Whitehead uh, could have a really good year just because, again, contract year. Um, you know, really, there's a lot of guys because uh, you have Carlton Davis. He's going to want to have a, a standout, you know, shutdown type of corner year. So um, Anthony Nelson, I guess, would be under the radar. I, I think he's a guy that could, could potentially break out um, just with more opportunities and ability to uh, really grow into his role, uh, especially Joe Tryon on the other side. I think that will help him out. I, I want to have a rookie just blow up. I, I want Joe Tryon to do something. I want yeah. him just be like, you know what? I'm making my, my way into the NFL. Like, Because <laughs> nothing, no one's expecting much from him. They're literally right now, every Buck fan and every probably other player on the team thinks he's, oh, he's just going to spell JVP. Imagine if like a, a left tackle or right tackle sitting there is like, oh, good. Thank God. JVP's out of the game. <laughs> and then he gets this guy. I hope he does something. Like, well, I, I think, you know, what we're going to see is is a lot of JPP on the inside, and you're going to see Joe Tryon on the outside. So, you know, really not going to get a break uh, from, our, <laughs> from our front seven. <laughs> so, I mean, because you can put Sue Vitavea opposite of JPP and then have Shaq Barrett, or you can rush, you know, all five of them if you want to. So there, there's a lot of lot of things they can be creative with. Uh, I mean, we've already seen Devin White, you know, rush from the outside. Uh, they yeah. do a Levante. Um, so, it, it you know, there's going to be so many crazy options that Todd Bull is going to throw at you. And then if he doesn't do that, he can just play coverage like he did against the Chiefs and and make you, you know, play that, you know, weight game, you know, as far as trying to move it down the field. That's another fun thing. So, like, because of all these young guys have been so young for so long, or they've been now for two, three years now. So, they can be smart. They can fake one thing and then do another. And they know how to – they've all been together as a team, especially on defense. Mm-hmm. There's not many new guys besides Tryon. I mean, that is insane. The ability that – what they're going to be able to do, multiple – like just confusing the offense, not the other way around. It, damn. Damn, damn, damn. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to uh, see like what the stats is. Um, I don't know if Raymond's still in the in the chat here, but you know maybe pull up Todd Bowles' defenses as as the years progress. I, I think their defenses or his defenses get better as you know he has more time with the team. So you know they're going third year um, into this defense. Most of the guys are. So hopefully that means a lot more progress and they can be number one. You know in the NFL, you know, number one run defense. We know that for sure. And then hopefully that pass coverage can be top 10 as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, the rest of the NFL would be mad though. <laughs> yeah. Like where's the cheat codes? Right. Oh. You have too many pro bowlers. Well, you didn't, we only had one. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, again, smash that like button for us guys. Help us out. Let's, let's go over here really quick. I wanted to check out the actual depth chart and see where, I guess, where do you, where do you all as fans think? is the biggest competition. I mean, it looks almost set, but if you were saying there was one area where like, oh, this guy could jump him. Who is that? What is that situation? Who is that guy? Who's your guy you think can jump? Let's go over here. Let's go check it out. Plus, where do you see it? I mean, our receiver, top four, already done. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, you know, offensively, I, I, I think your offensive line is set. I think, you know, receivers pretty much set. Um tight end i would say the same thing uh, i was i was about to say i was like where's cam break i was like oh there he is yeah. they have him starting over oj okay um but yeah i would say biggest position battle obviously is uh is running back on offense and it, it's weird to see leonard fournette as number seven that's that's it's different that's going to be different this year with all the players changing their numbers and just seeing you know, try to, you know, know who they are. So we got to make sure we keep track of that. Um, well, what but, I said, who do you think wins it? Oh, running back. Oh, man. Whew. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I mean, ideally, just because he's under contract for next year, I'd love Keyshawn Vaughn to take everything. But, Ooh. 
you know, hot take. <laughs> I would just like to see him take over everything, like become that guy. Uh, Cause I just don't know. I think they can sign Rojo back for cheap next year. I don't think he'll get a big contract. Um, maybe same with Leonard Fournette. I don't know, but yeah, I'd like to see Keyshawn take it. But surprise, he signed back. Yeah, Leonard. Yeah, I mean, so. could you imagine if Keyshawn Vaughn does take it? How much more validation Jason Light would get if he did? <laughs> <laughs> Why the hell did they take a running back? It's not even the running back we wanted, and then he, he wins the position. Right? Can you imagine? Gosh, that'd be insane. I mean, he wanted to work on his hands. Let's see. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ro- Rojo, we know doesn't have the best hands, but he's the best runner. To be honest, of all, yeah, of them. yeah. I, I you know, a lot of a lot of them are going to play. You know, I, I think it'll be a committee. Uh, but yeah, I would like to see Keyshawn take that lead. But, you know, Rojo, too, just because he is the best runner. So it'll, it'll be fun. That'll be a fun one. All right, so let's actually look in the chat. So people were saying for areas where they see some competition. Yeah, Rob said Hainsey over Kappa. I think that's, yeah. that's, that's an interesting one. Well, but I mean, but Hainsey's primarily doing center right now, right? I know, like. They're going to cross train them. But, yeah. yeah, I think Kappa's solidified there, even if. I mean, Aaron Sandy kind of showed out in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Got him his back right tackle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, like, I think I agree with you. Like, I think that the offensive line is solidified. Hansey can come in if need be or be that sixth uh, offensive lineman in, like, the jumbo sets. Right. But other than that, I, I don't think he should see the field. Bearing injury, hopefully he doesn't have to. But – no, I, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep going on. I mean, if he does, I, I'd be. It means he outplayed a lot of players, a lot of people. Yeah, it, yeah, outplayed a lot of people. Changed his body, like really yeah. re- reworked everything. So that's funny. Second my head one for a little. Ooh, Rojo over Leonard Fournette. Everyone, everyone thinks of uh, playoff Lenny, but they don't really mm-hmm. realize what the season looked like. Yeah. Uh, three back committee. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, let's see. Nathan <laughs> takes over for punter. Now, now there, I, now there, he could win. Like that could be open for debate. I mean, Pinion needs to be better. Uh, so if Franklin can punt, I, I like his chances. Ooh, Raymond coming in the, in the clutch of here. Last year was the first time in Bowl's career that his defense had improved from the year before. Okay. Really, interesting. All right. Well, hopefully that improvement continues. Oh, well, I mean, look at the team. Uh, then he was Cardinals. Yeah, but he was only the, he was only on the Cardinals for a little bit. Uh, so that, yeah. So I mean, it makes sense from the Cardinals, I think, because his defense definitely. Well, no, he left in 2015. So, and then the Jets. I mean, the Jets. He just had inconsistency with roster. So that makes sense. Hmm. Well, we're gonna turn the tides this time. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a good question. Tight end one, Howard or Gronk? I guess an easy answer, but what do you think? Oh man. Uh well, I mean, I would have to say Gronk right now, just based on history, but I think OJ was definitely coming on as tight end one last year. Just got hurt, unfortunately. To be honest, he was tight end one. Yeah, he was. I, I mean he, he was he he was the guy. So, so it's not that I mean, right now it may sound crazy or off the wall. I mean, yeah, Howard was number one. Mm. He got hurt, and then Gronk had to step in and start catching the ball, and that connection started happening. Yeah, and Gronk got in shape too. So now yeah. it'll be interesting with Gronk in shape. How good they're going to be, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, that's actually a good talk. So everyone in the chat is like, Howard, if healthy, mm-hmm. so Gronk doesn't have to run. Howard until the playoffs. I want to save Gronk. I mean, a lot of our luxury, right? Oh, yeah. hold them. Just hold them. I mean, that's crazy though. It's just funny. I mean, a lot of this stuff you just got to laugh at because man, we just, we just haven't had this in, in Bucks history, like a team this loaded ever before. So it's uh pretty crazy. I mean, this, I mean, obviously those early or 
late nineties, early two thousands, the Bucks defense that was loaded, but we just never had a balance of this roster, you know, offense and defense. It still blows my mind. There's wide receivers. It's yeah. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good players are going to get cut, you know, Justin Watson, he'll end up on a team. Um, a lot of those guys, you know, Jaden Mickens will go somewhere. Um, you know, obviously I think most of those guys, if they can be on our practice squad, they will be. I mean, our f- and that's another thing. I'm sorry. I, that's another thing to talk about is like the practice squad is going to stay expanded this year, which I like. So they're keeping a lot of, you know, the same rules from last year, like the, uh, the injuries, like you can bring guys back within three weeks. I like that. So the IR and all that, that that's really good stuff. Thankfully. All right. So let's move over to the defense. So guys, defense, where do you see a starter kind of flipping someone else? To me, I, I don't see it anywhere, but plus you got better eyes than me. <laughs> well, actually, I don't. I had to get uh, glasses <laughs> today. So, no. Yeah. Well, just for night, just for, for driving at night, I need, uh, need glasses. That's what they said. But uh, defense, defense is tough. Yeah. I think the starters, William Golson doesn't get talked about enough. Um, I, I think he's really good. He does a lot for our defense. So I'll, I like him staying as a starter. And I would say the biggest competition, like among the front seven, I think it's Joe Tryon and, and uh, Anthony Nelson. You know, I think that's a good competition. Just who's going to be that third guy coming off the bench. Oh, uh, true. Yeah. I mean, it's only, uh, this is where, yeah, they have John Franklin right behind Carlton Davis. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, well, I, I don't honestly I, I can't even think of anyone else. I, I I have to agree with you because in the safety situation, Jordan Whitehead, Antoine mm-hmm. Winfield, and Mike Edwards. That's a good competition too. I mean, does Mike take the next step and jump over Jordan? But I mean Jordan's so so good in the box. Like his ability to, yeah, his ability to play as a linebacker and his tackling ability, I think is definitely much needed. You know, Mike obviously I think is the better cover guy, uh, just his ability to to make plays. Um, so yeah, that'll be interesting. And then the cornerback position, I guess you could say like Jamel Dean, Sean Murphy Bunting, you know, who, who's the outside corner who plays nickel the most. Well, obviously I think it'll be Sean, but you know, who's that starter in the base defense, I guess you could say. I mean, it's just Jordan Whitehead allows Antoine Winfield to do whatever the hell he wants to do. I don't think Mike Edwards can do the same thing Jordan Whitehead can do. He can't fill gaps in, in the running game. He's, he's not that coming down into the box, kind of slam you in the face. He's more, he's better in coverage. Just that's what he is. Hmm. He's proven that he's, he can come in the box, but it's not going to like, he's going to fill up a gap like a linebacker does. Whitehead's small and he fills like gaps, which is crazy. Yeah. So I think him being there allows guys like Edwards and Winfield to do whatever they want to do. That's why I think he is so crucial and why he's been a mainstay in our defense for so long. People just don't really give him credit because he doesn't get the interceptions. He does all the dirty work, though. So, I mean, I, I've always liked Whitehead. Like, the second we took him, I was like, that was the same year that everyone wanted, uh, oh, my gosh, the Vita Vea draft. Oh, Jordan James. Yeah, yeah Jordan James. Mm-hmm. Oh, stupid idiot. And, like, <laughs> we got Jordan Whitehead. I'm like, what are, you, what are you talking about? Yeah, Jordan can do a lot of similar things. You know, again, he's just not as tall or lanky, but still a very good player. I mean, he's going to get a, a contract from somewhere. It may not be from here, although I hope it is. We'll see. But mm-hmm. that's that's my little two cents in Jordan Whitehead. A lot of guys talk bad about him. I mean, defensively, I don't, I don't really see anything. Let's check. So, yeah, a lot of people over here, Mike Edwards, sorry to become a ball hawk last season. He played less snaps, too, last year than he did the year before, which is crazy if you think about it. Um, Over here, too, Mike Edwards, stock's rising up. It, it is. Let's see how he does in the box. Maybe he took a step forward. Mm-hmm. Maybe he he does know how to fill that void, that that assignment better this year. We'll see. You never know. Yeah. Hey, but he does know how to get his hand on a football. Let's put it that way. Any other takes on that, Plus? No, I agree. I think, you know, that's, that's secondary. I think that's where a lot of competition. Obviously, who's going to be the fourth safety? Because we don't have um, Andrew Adams here anymore so like um javon hagan and 
you know, Raven Green. Those are some names to look at. You know, who's going to be the fifth corner? You know, Herb Miller versus the rest of the guys that are on there. You know, Chris Wilcox. So all, all those are, are very interesting battles. Middle linebacker, obviously, we talked about with, you know, Kevin Minter, KJ Britt, Grant Stewart, even uh, Joe Jones. So it's a lot of competition there. You would think it'd be Herb Miller's job to lose, right? That fifth cornerback. He's got a lot of experience. He's been here right. for a while. So, yeah, it's just going to come down to special teams, I think. And and I'll go back to offense. I think the, the quarterback position, the backup quarterback spot will be interesting. You know, does can Kyle process fast enough to take over Blaine? You know, that'll be interesting. That is something kind of funny they're talking about. They're saying like, oh, he's he's in good shape right now, but like they're like, oh, he's still making mistakes. Right. It's gonna happen. Yeah. So I mean saying that, that's good for a rookie, but if if need be and you need to win games, I don't think you're gonna want him as number two. Probably not. It's probably Blaine. I mean, the way they're talking about Blaine, I mean, he's going to be the number two. It'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Ryan Griffin. What? <laughs> That's a lot of smoke up your ass, though. Come on now. Oh, I, I know, I know. They they <laughs> want to talk him high highly, but again, he you know he's a guy that knows the system. He knows you know what to do. So I, I think he's definitely got the edge there. It'll be interesting to see if Ryan Griffin goes on the practice squad. I know he talked about he wants to remain here. He's got the best job in the world, so I don't see why not. So, yeah. you know, that'll be – see what they do there. It's going to be a battle. Even yeah. though Tom's already got it. It's, it's the battle for holding up Tom Brady in the <laughs> in the parades. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of questions here. So, Danny Danilo said, how's the DB that hurt himself? I'm assuming he means Whitehead in the yeah. Packers team, but he's still playing. I mean, we haven't really heard much on him. They just know he had surgery and he – yeah, he's he's on track for a training camp, so he he's not going to miss any time. And so, um, I'm sure Minter might be the odd man out. Okay, middle linebacker could be. You I, think so? I know. Uh, I, I think they're going to keep him. They they like him as a, as a veteran. Plus, he's good on special teams. Yeah. So, they, yeah, I think they're going to keep him. And he he gets in there on on certain packages. So he's a guy that they play. You know, sometimes. I like how Levante. They were doing that old. Passing the phone around thing. He's like, who's got the biggest head on the team? Kevin Mentor. <laughs> yeah. His forehead is huge. <laughs> right? Five head. You got the big yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, let's get a couple more and then we'll head on out. Um, okay. Is it random, but isn't wild how many former Pro Bowl DBs have kids in the league? Oh, oh yeah, it is. Way too many. Or not way too many. I guess it's a good thing. I mean, it just shows yeah, your, your lineage is working. It doesn't, mm-hmm. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got, yeah, Sertan, uh, Sante Samuel, uh, his kids in there, you know, obviously Winfield Jr. Um, yeah. I mean, there's, I think that's going to happen. Obviously, we're going to see, eventually, we're going to see the next wave of quarterback sons, which is going to yeah. be exciting, you know. So, you know, I'm sure we'll get another Manning or, you know, somebody that's really good. Probably a Brady, I'm sure. <laughs> I think he's a senior this year. Senior, the Manning, the, the Manning son. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's the older brother's son, I think. Right. It's not Eli or Peyton's. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So there's always going to be that next wave. Um, and wasn't um, Barry Sanders a uh, kid? I don't know if he's made it or not. I haven't heard much about him. No, that was, he went to what? Sanford, didn't he? Yeah. I don't think he made it. No. Okay. Uh, so one more thing. Mm hmm. Ease eight one three said, "Is Shaq going to have a monster year or content or after crashing the big check? Oh, after crashing the big check, I think, that. I think he'll have a good year, um, especially if he's healthy. Vita Vea, I think, is obviously the key. Get some those one on one matchups. So, yeah, I like his his chances to have a double digit sack season. I think he he literally had so many pressures. He was right there." I mean, I think a lot of those could have been sacks. I mean, he is in a lot. A lot of people thought he was a ghost because of that. But other players, I mean, he got more attention last year. That's what happens. Is he going to have a 20-sack season? No. Obviously, no. Is he going to have a 10-sack season? You hope so. I mean, that's kind of like the marker that makes a good edge rusher, right? The 10-sack season, double digits. Right. But 
We'll see. Actually, I lied. I'm going to do one more because he's asked this a couple times. Charles Scott said, do the Bucks rest players? Oh, yeah. I I think it's definitely a possibility because 17 games and, you know, so hopefully, you know, if you're the Bucks, you have a lot of leads in the second half and you can rest some guys. So, yeah, I, I think it's definitely an option. I think they should rest players. Right. And it also depends on the progress of, especially on defense, like you're looking at JPP, like the progress of Joe Tryon, obviously. So if he continues to come on, then, yeah, you could probably rest JPP for a game or two. Yeah, I, I agree with what you said. So I, I'm big, especially if we have like one loss already and it's later in the season, I don't see why you should even force it. The only thing, the only way we don't rest players is if we're, we're, we're literally trying to go for the coveted undefeated mm-hmm. all the way out. Yeah. That's the way I don't see us resting players. I mean, that's, that'd be incredible if we could do that. Mm-hmm. But this team is so deep, it still doesn't matter. You need to have young legs or just healthy legs once the playoffs come. So in situations where maybe this isn't the best team, this guy's fringe, do not even attempt to put him out there. That's why I kind of like that BA said, you know what, Lenny, sit sit the bench. Don't don't go out there. We need you for later on in the season. Hopefully he does that more often this year too. So hope that answered the question. Mm-hmm. Other than that, guys, let's head on out. It's been a long hour. Loved it. It's always good Bucks football. Plus, sign us out. Yeah, like Mark said, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, again, it's always a fun time. So we appreciate the questions, the likes, the subscriptions, all that good stuff. And with that said, until the next one, go Bucks. Go Bucks.